everybody, welcome to the 5 for 5 podcast. My name is Panchito, and as always, I'm joined by Mike. How are you doing, Mike? Happy to open up Season 2 with you, Panchito. Season 2, here we are, we've made it, we are over the hump. And Mike, we are going to be getting once again into our quest for pointless points. But the journey through history, it's priceless. And we're going to learn a lot from three time periods this time around, right? That's right. What are they, Mike? In order from oldest to most recent, we're going uh, 20 to 25, 45 to 50, and 75 to 80. I like that. And we're going to start right in the middle with this story today, right? Yeah, we decided to go a little different this time. We're going straight into 1945. Okay, well, what do you say? Should we get into it right after this? Definitely. Sounds good. Okay, Mike, let's get into it. It's your turn. I'm hoping you brought something good. What do you got for me? I definitely brought an interesting one. So the year is 1945. World War II, you know, just ended. And uh, we're in Halifax, Nova Scotia up in Canada. Oh, way up there, huh? Yeah, definitely. Um, this one made me chuckle. As you know, I like to uh, bring articles that, that you know, elicit uh, a reaction out of me. And I hope this elicits a reaction out of you. Hey, let's see what happens. I don't know. Yeah, so um, just to kind of give everybody background information, the publication is out of the Ottawa Journal. Um, this is in January of 1945. And so I'll go straight into it. Uh, it's it's a pretty short article, folks. It's called Car Horns Telegraph Filthy Language. Halifax, January 18th. City police are brushing up on their Morse code in preparation for a campaign against persons who, according to complaints, are using car horns to signal out vile and filthy language into the Halifax night. That's my article. <laughs> Okay, that's the whole thing. Yep. All right. So uh, I'm not positive I even had time to catch all of it. But okay, so this is Nova Scotia. That's right. Up in uh, Halifax, Nova Scotia, the cops in the local uh, town in Halifax are brushing up on their Morse code because people are driving around town basically Morse coding obscenities with their horns at each other. And it's disrupting the order. Wow. Everybody in this town must just be really good at Morse code. I'm thinking a lot of people went to war and learned their Morse code and came back finding a new way to hate on each other. Oh, I see. So they've codified their swears then. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Yeah. I don't know if that's just creative or just creatively lewd. I think it's a little bit of both. Right? It's it's creatively lewd. Yeah. Um, you know, I it's it's definitely a way to get your, your point across. That's that's for sure. It's kind of dorky if you ask me. Yeah, why can't they just straight up just curse at each other? Yeah, just yell it, scream it. No, you got to beep, 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 beep. Yeah. You yeah. know? Uh-huh. And don't forget the pause, right? Like the break. Yeah. <laughs> you have to do long beep, short beep, long beep, short beep, right? Yeah. So imagine being in like a little mini trap traffic jam in Halifax, right? What is that like? Well, I can't imagine that the traffic jam is too bad already in Halifax. What excuses do these people already have to be beeping at each other in Nova Scotia? Like, is it a traffic thing? I don't know. I mean, the article doesn't even say. Like, it kind of makes you wonder, right? So it says, persons who, according to complaints, are using car horns to signal out vile and filthy language into the Halifax night. <laughs> into the night i like that yeah i love it are they driving by like at 1 a.m you know just honking some kind of you know you know screw you mr so-and-so like yeah just rando stuff that they're just shooting out into the night yeah yeah the nova scotian cold night right in those arctic nights yeah talk about a way to get your angst out i guess it's just how upset do you have to be to want to have to morse code an entire obscene statement you think they're honking at each other with their uh snowmobiles and everything too yeah definitely so they have mounties and everything 
anything up there because they don't have horns. No, but do you think like maybe they have like handheld horns where they're you like know, an air horn? Yeah, like where they're honking back. Well, this was 1945. Did they have that back then? I don't know, man. But that'd how be... many cars could there have been in Nova Scotia in 1945? Right? That's have been some cars, man. You know, it's probably not New York or Los Angeles. But... Yeah, it's not like bumper to bumper. No, but there's definitely enough to get somebody angsty enough to Morse code something. You know, I feel like that's a little bit more nasty than if they just, you know, fly a finger out the window or curse or something. Just flat out curse, right? Yeah. Because it's underhanded. No, definitely. But then what happens is then the Morse code response comes back, right? Then what? Oh, then it's on. It's Morse on. Then it's a Morse rumble. Oh, man. And then you've got like other people who might know Morse code in this traffic jam and now they're intercepting this transmission between two people who are hating on each other so if it's a morse curse is that like a course morse <laughs> it is now yeah it is now yeah that's what it is we just named it you heard it here folks a five for five first <laughs> new words being coined we're always coming up with naming conventions for these things come on guys so we have to refer to it later on in the season it's so early on we're gonna have to at some point talk about course morse again course morse is important you know what's funny to me about the morse code like this you can't beep it out right it's already beeped (laughs) right they're already beeping it out and that's the problem that's what's so underhanded about it i i can't think i mean maybe if you're like an aviation person you can fly flags Mm. like lewd flags oh okay okay yeah Uh Yeah, he's throwing up the wrong colors yeah at uh the wrong time of day i'm not sure what the parallel is for for boating but i know they have like they have signs that they put up to write flags or something yeah i don't know if you can curse with those there's got to be some kind of equivalent i mean you can morse code with lights too right so oh right like from the uh from the lighthouse Mm -hmm. oh man so see that's a transoceanic curse right now now we're internationally cursing at each other yeah cursing out into open waters (laughs) and international seas yeah 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 Uh it's actually universal language right hating on each other in a certain way way up there in nova scotia though they could almost curse at europe from there well it could inadvertently start a scuffle they absolutely could start world war Uh three just by beeping their beeping their car horns don't you know don't you know eh? so i'm kind of surprised that you went so early for this because we said it starts at 1945 and you went to january of 1945 right dead beginning i just love the idea of angry people in their car rather than yelling or even getting out and assaulting each other but just getting it out by you know honking that horn yeah like beating the horn yeah Yeah. like there's just something stupid comical to me about that is all honking angry honking no and i think that's the problem i think too many people think that okay especially here in america anyways right i can't speak for around the world because i think around the world a lot of folks people understand that like sometimes somebody's in the way so you just honk and they move and it's very just you know matter of fact that's how it is but i feel like people here take the honk personally well we out here we do like a honk that's kind of like a poke like hey buddy yeah like hey, just you know come on move it along but even then i feel like people will still like oh, i can't believe uh-huh. how, how dare you yeah there's a gasp right like the audacity of you uh-huh yeah that's like well that's what it's there for man i don't think that would go would have gone over well here even in 1945 to be beeping obscenities oh that stuff wouldn't fly in america you know look let me tell you something I tried researching this to see if I could find it in America. Right. And there was none of that. Yeah, they're not having it down here. No, I think I think we just went straight to, you know, getting out of the car and, and dealing with each other. So is this thing in Nova Scotia, like, is this a result of cleverness or boredom? I think both. I really do. I know, I know it's so easy for me to say both, but like cleverness in the sense where these guys, I really do think there's a lot of people who came back from the war taught in Morse code. And then also the fact that just more people knew it back then in yeah, general, was, uh-huh, yeah. just as a means of communication. And then 
and the fact that, well, that just, be, you know, I guess there's, here's a new way for me to show how I'm angry at you. Like we needed more devices for spreading hate, right? <laughs> <laughs> Especially in that time. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. I would think that they have be up to their ears with that kind of stuff. But, you know, in 1945, but they just needed one little extra thing, huh? Maybe they uh, imported it from Europe. Maybe they learned it out there. You know, if you're on the streets of Nova Scotia, that's kind of like the way to get out like your your angst, right? Everybody's on the street, you think. Yeah, it's a small, I, I, ta- all small town up there, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, they probably used to have their main street. Right, right. They're yeah. like the main street, the town square or whatever. Yeah. Right. And somebody's, you said it's happening at night though, right? They said vile and filthy language into the Halifax night. <laughs> into the Halifax night. That sounds like the title of a really boring book. Yeah. You know, I, I it makes me think of people blasting down some kind of suburban residential neighborhood, Morse coding obscenities. Well, because that's what they said it was in the story. But like just, you know, at high speeds. Oh, I see what you're yeah. saying. Like they're just railing down the street. Yeah. Like I've got nothing else to do. So watch this. Yeah. And that's why I say both cleverness and boredom. I see. So they've found what they think is like a sneaky way to just be just brazen. Yeah. It's almost something like teenagers would do. Right. That's what I was going to ask next. Like who, what age group do you think was pulling this stuff off? It screams teenage behavior to me. You know, that's got to be the who of it, right? Because I can't imagine that, you know, some dude, like some shop owner is just like mad at his neighbor or something. And he's like, I need to go get to my car. Mm. We're going to have this thing out. And I obviously don't want to go to blows, but he needs to know how I feel. Can you imagine if that's how differences were settled? It was two people debating via Morse code in their cars opposed from each other. Yeah. They're like, it's a horn battle. Yeah. Right. And then if you have like a little like dinky Italian car horn back then, you had no chance. Yeah. If you're in Nova Scotia with a Fiat, nobody's going to hear your, your curses. You're done. Yeah. You've you got no have dog. that big old Chevy horn. Yeah. No dog in that fight. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I'm wondering if the big rigs got into it. Oh, that's crazy. Now, now you're taking it into a whole new arena. Right. The air horns that they got on there, right? Heavyweights. Yeah. Those guys, they're, they're shouting it. There's, you know, and, and we're talking, those guys are crossing uh, province, you know, borders here in Canada, you know, those truckers <laughs> with their Morse code hate. Yeah. Morse code hate from province to province, right? Yeah. And maybe bringing it into the States even or trying to anyways. Yeah. But, you know, don't bring that down here. No. We, Nova Scotians. These colors don't run. Yeah. No. Especially not back then. Definitely not. There was lots of national pride and stuff like that. They weren't going to have any of that Nova Scotian horn cursing going on down here on our turf. Coming fresh off that nuclear. Nuclear. We've got that nuke swagger. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Well, speaking of nukes, I think that was a bomb first half, but we probably need to move into the second one. You want to go ahead and do that after this? That sounds good, Panchita. Let's do that. All right, we'll be right back. Hello everyone, my name is Christian. Algunos me conocen como Big Cat. And I'm super excited to announce my podcast, Hunting for Éxito. The show features a special guest every week who has become successful in one way or another. Whoever they might be, my guests will always have good advice to give because at one point they were hunting for éxito too. I will invite them to share the stories of their hunt. Así podemos capturar el éxito también para nosotros. Hunting for Éxito is about éxito, real talk with real people who really made it. Episodes will be available to download every Thursday. No se los pueden perder. And remember to follow us at Swerk Media, Z-W-E-R-C Media. This is Evita from Flying Blind Podcast. 
You're listening to the 5 for 5 podcast with Panchito and Mike. Okay, everybody, we're back for the second half. And Mike, uh, you brought in a interesting little nugget of a story today. Yeah, I definitely thought it was an interesting one. I think this one's short enough we can give the quick rundown for anybody that uh, isn't caught up yet. Yeah, I can basically recap it really quickly. Uh, a bunch of people in cars are honking vile and filthy language into the Halifax night up in Halifax, Nova Scotia. We always talk about modern context, so I think this one is one that we can get into no problem because I see a stark difference in what's going on in Nova Scotia in this story and what we do now to get our obscenities across, right? Break it down for me, man. Well, okay. Up there, they're using their horns. They're trying to do this thing kind of on the sly, right? Yeah. They're even doing it in the dark of night. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And we talked about that it was semi-clever. A little bit. And semi-crazy kind of, right? Because they're, they just got to curse it out, I guess. It's right? super loud. But the thing is, we don't hide like that anymore, right? No, We don't need clever devices to get that kind of stuff across anymore. I feel like we're just out with it. Right. And our tool has changed. Oh, right. Our phones, mm-hmm. our computers, anything that connects us to the internet. There's a ton of ways to like kind of throw somebody the finger on the web. That's true. You and know, that's just on the web. That's crazy to think about, right? Because, and, and I say this like very loosely, okay, being in the car, honking your horn, Morse coding something out. Yeah, there's a slight degree of anonymity, right? Because you're in your car and you're moving. Maybe they can't see you. Right. Off, off you go. But they, they picked up the obscenity. Yeah. The internet, man, it, there's a lot of anonymity. Right. And But so we get more brazen. Exactly. Like we wanted to say that that was just bonkers what they were doing up there right but this is this is worse now i would argue it was what they were doing up there is just downright cute compared to what what goes on today (laughs) how adorable yeah Yeah. it's so adorable because now we're just you know uh we're just flinging crap at each other Mm -hmm. it's brutal like because at least the nova scotians up there if you didn't know the morse code hey you're safe you're immune from hearing the the swears you can't be insulted if you don't know it's an insult exactly but now your kid could be on the internet just watching a cool video or something on youtube and they decide to scroll down oh boy right they found the comment section yes and now they've encountered this just slew of just foul mouth commenting they found reddit yes and there's no hiding it i mean most people who moderate their comment threads just don't bother deleting things like that anymore no it's sometimes it's just too laborious what do you think made people stop moderating those kinds of things philosophically i think it's almost impossible to moderate right the amount of it yeah Yeah. i think that you you especially when you know that there's people who are just doing it to do it because the cops in nova scotia right they're like there's news out about it as short as it was there's a story about it and the cops are like we need to do something we all need to brush up on our morse code and they were like we need to like figure out how to put a halt to this thing but there's no stopping it now right no none whatsoever and it's coming from all over the world and it's not just the amount too but like the fact that it's gonna appear no matter what like independent of the subject correct and you know what's really crazy just to kind of sprinkle a little bit of humor to it even though it is uh messed up is your child who sees that comment thread could be seeing some insult hurled at them in some foreign language and there's a clever little translate button for them too to even see somebody's hating Uh on them in a foreign tongue so if you didn't know the morse code somebody was walking with you and they could be like oh did you hear that succession of horn beeping 
This is what it meant. That, that's what that guy thinks about you. Right. And this is what the translate button does for us now. <laughs> yes. That's rough, dude. You know, I think we're breeding a new generation of thick skin. I just don't think we've, uh, we don't know what that's going to look like yet. Yeah, right. Thick skin to what, right? Yeah, I think thick skin to at least, I hope, insults. Well, at least to being exposed to it. Right. Maybe they can't necessarily take it that well, but yeah. they're, they're going to be really adept at avoiding it. Just not like letting their eyes just kind of scan down toward toward that big mess, right? Or uh, I think we're also going to see uh, something derivative of that where like an internet message board or like a forum like Reddit, they become super quick-witted at throwing it right back at somebody. Wow, yeah, I see what you mean then. We're going to have thick skin, but in different places. Yeah, dude. I don't know that what that's going to look like on a day-to-day basis in the future, truly, really. So let's say for just for the sake of argument that we're going to call the Nova Scotian lewd honking uh, feedback. <laughs> okay, okay. Right? So these people have something to say for each other and they're doing feedback via this device, right? So I think that we give people opportunity to do all of this crazy commenting and stuff like that because we're digging for feedback, even in stuff that doesn't necessarily require it. I 100% agree with that. I think that we right now and our and whatever it is that we're going through this time, this snippet of time that we're going through, we feel as though we have to give everybody a platform uh-huh. because so many people have such um, unfettered access to commentary. You're going to get just an emoji response. You're going to get, you know, a GIF. You know what I mean? And and sometimes it's just, it's hilarious sometimes to look at, but sometimes it doesn't contribute to anything. So what do you think is causing us to keep creating safe spaces for that stuff to happen? I think that too many people feel that too many other people need to be, be given validity. Oh, I see. Like if I want to be heard, everybody else must want to be heard. Yeah. And then it becomes this, well, if I've been heard, then, you know, who am I to just be the only person being heard? Maybe we just haven't figured out how to evaluate that stuff yet. Uh, I think there's a lot of truth in that statement right now. I mean, look at what we do. We're, we're, we're in podcasting. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And to a degree, right, we're, there's still a bit of Wild Westness to what we're doing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and, and I would argue that valuation is maybe to some degree even part of that, too. You know, I was reading an article about how uh, emotional intelligence is going to be turning into a really highly valued um, and and highly looked upon uh, skill set for somebody to have in the future, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like emotional intelligence ties a lot into this, into the comment thread. Yeah, we've talked a lot off of Mike about social equity. Yeah. And I think a big part of that, you know, as it relates to what we're talking about, is going to be the ability of people to manage IRL versus web interactions and literally having one foot in each world right yeah it's going to definitely be a really delicate balance that i think that right now we're in that wild west of we don't know what's going right anything kind of goes right now no i could see that because right now like even this podcast like you said we're dragging some real life stuff into like the the web and we're making it like available to comment on to have an opinion on and all that kind of stuff right we do we open ourselves up to in a super public way absolutely because somebody can listen to this podcast like it hate it whatever sure but they can actually make that feeling about it public like super public on youtube yeah they can go out and make this whole video about how they think five for five is x y and z yeah they can ramp back right yeah they really can and it but i'll be honest like there's a part of me that kind of loves that i love yeah, that it that is we, kind of exciting you know yeah. what i mean that like you, you can have that guy who was that guy on youtube who was obsessed with the uh the chicken fries and he became like a youtube sensation because of his rant about burger king not having chicken fries anymore <laughs> 
It's crazy. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean, man. I feel like that guy's also pro McRib. Oh, yeah. I bet you that guy was freaking out when the McRib, like when it does come back each time, because it always yeah, comes back yeah. again. It's like a seasonal, surprise seasonal thing or something. Yeah. It, it's, you Is know, it what? on a calendar? Yeah, man. I have no idea if it's seasonal. I never really paid it. I'll be honest. I've never had one. Oh, really? Yeah. I tried one. That's pretty yummy, but I don't think I would wait around for it. Look, I'm not a McDonald's hater, but I do have lines where I draw. Well, this is my this is my super public comment on it. I I have no feelings on it. Well, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. uh Yeah. yeah. That's good. See, there's space for neutral too. half full approach, man. Yeah. But there's no there's no neutrality with the honking, the Nova Scotian honking. No, man, that is you're honking or you're not. That's overt, in my opinion. Yeah. I I do give them credit for that. Like as far as like the scale of brazenness goes. I mean, it's a it's a car horn. Yeah. You can't just squeak out a few little sounds and call it a day or something. I mean, as soon as you hit that horn, it's it's out there. I just want to know if the Morse code is also followed with like a fish shake, uh, a middle finger, uh, you know, waving arms. How are we also, uh, are we accentuating this angst in any way beyond just the car horn? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I feel like maybe you can catch like a half a rant and then you didn't get the whole story. If I'm doing my course Morse, am I like screaming what I'm saying? As I'm as I'm coarse morsing, aka cursing while morse coding. You know, I've known some Canadians, and they have a tendency to really like explain everything that they want to say. Oh. So I'm wondering if they're gonna like say, "Listen, Craig, I've got a bone to pick with you," and they're morse coding out that whole sentence first. <laughs> but how do they do the upward inflection? Right, right, yeah. Well, because in Morse code, like sometimes when you pause and you elongate something, that means something, right? Like, can you emote over Morse code? I don't know, man. I don't know Morse code. Admittedly, I don't know. It, I, All I know is the SOS, and right. I learned that from the old commercials. Yeah, I, I learned that from, from ship movies. <laughs> I learned it from submarine movies. You know what? I bet you those ship and submarine movies are really popular in Nova Scotia. Yeah, man. So even if you didn't go off to the war, probably somebody knows exactly what it is that you're saying with your course Morse. That's right, which is, again, cursing while doing Morse code. Yeah, we named it here, folks. That's right. Five for five first. Again. Again. Well, I think the lesson in all of this is regardless of the year, we've always managed to find a way to hate out in public. Yeah, I can agree with that. Even if it was down to like fist shaking. But I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. You, people need a forum, right? The public square must exist. Yeah. Rants aren't necessarily a bad thing. No, it's not. I Look, and, and I get it. I know that a lot of people can be offended by even the idea of that. But no, I'm serious. Guys, we need to be able to air grievances, even if they are dumb grievances. True that. Well, the rants may never end, but the show has to. So if you want, after this, we can get into the points. Definitely. All right, let's do it right after this. This is Evita from Flying Blind Podcast. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. All right, everybody, it's time to wrap up the show. And as always, we get into it by giving out some pointless points. That's right, folks. But the journey through history, it's priceless. Mike, I got to tell you, that was an interesting story. A short story, but uh, probably as brief as a car horn. Short but sweet, man. It was good, though. I like it. It was interesting 
to find out that even back then we had to find clever ways to get out some anger, right? Yeah, I love the fact that even back then it, things really weren't that different if you think about and it. And even Nova Scotians. Right. Yeah. But speaking of Nova Scotia, that brings me to your prize. Oh, man. You have earned yourself today a crate of air horns. Oh, man, so I can drive by and air my hate at night. Right. They're the can kind. So if you want, you know, you don't have to drive around. You could take an Uber even in a modern a modern day transport. Oh, and, wow. Uh, or one of those electric scooters even. Yeah. And you can just Morse code some coarse Morse. But I need to learn Morse code first. That is the one problem with the with the prize. Is there a Google Translate for that? Maybe. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm going to leave it up to you. But I'm going to find that out. Yeah, you've got the canisters. You've got the tools to do it. And I hope you have fun with it. Wish me luck, folks. All right, everybody. Well, I hope you enjoyed our first episode of season two. We will be back with another entry into the 1945 to 1950 time span. And until then, make sure to subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. That's right, folks. That's Z-W-E-R-C Media. Thanks a lot, Mike. Thanks, Machito. Peace out.